0: Welcome to the Capital Link Shipping Master Series podcast. I am Nicholas Bornois, President of Capital Link. Our podcast series focuses on topics of critical importance to the shipping industry to educate a broader audience. As such, our podcasts aim to be informational and educational. We regularly host exclusive interviews with C-level executives and major industry figures. Now I would like to welcome our featured speakers, Kim Ullman, who is the CEO of Concordia Maritime, a product anchor company listed on the Stockholm Stock Exchange, and member of the Stena Group. And also, uh, Barry Parker, who will be doing the interview. Barry Parker is a financial writer and analyst. His articles appear in a number of prominent maritime periodicals, including Fairplay, Sea Trade, Lloyd's Shipping Economist, and James Transport Finance. On today's podcast, we will discuss Concordia's sustainability initiatives and its commitment to reducing the impact of the company's operations on the environment. So, let's start our discussion by welcoming both Kim and Barry. Gentlemen, thank you for joining us today, and I will turn the floor to Barry to commence the interview.
1: Okay. Thanks, uh, Nicholas. Uh, hi kim uh hi to our listeners uh happy new year to uh to everybody uh yeah it's my pleasure to uh to talk this morning with kim olman ceo of concordia maritime which is mainly in the uh it's a tanker company mainly in the refined products uh trade there are uh 18 vessels uh which are between 50 and 60,000 uh, deadweight. they also take uh, chemicals and uh vegetable oils and I think there's uh, five Suez Max's or maybe, uh, maybe maybe I think I think some of them are consummating a very profitable deal and they're going to be leaving your fleet uh, which take uh, those that are in the crude oil trades uh, so Kim usually we uh, we, we talk about uh, refined products or we talk about uh, the pros and cons of scrubbers or ballast water treatment uh, happily, uh, your markets and the product tankers uh, turned very sharply upward uh, late last year, but we'll save that for the next earnings report. Uh, this time it's a little different. Subject uh, is Concordia's sustainability initiatives, and in particular efforts to combat uh, marine litter, which is things like plastics in the ocean. Uh, so I just want to read from, uh, there, there were several press releases uh Last year, early in the year, uh, Concordia announced that together with the Swedish Institute of Marine Environment, uh, the company initiated a a preliminary study to to look at uh, gathering information about microplastics in the oceans uh, and then talked about installing collection devices on tankers where water samples uh, could be collected while uh, the, the vessel is underway for subsequent analysis by researchers. And uh, the idea is to draw conclusions about the extent distribution and distribution of microplastics uh, in the oceans and the consequences for living organisms. And uh, additionally, uh, the uh, Concordia was joined by the Swedish Institute of Marine Environment and uh, conducted in collaboration with uh, Department of Biological and Environmental Sciences at the University of uh, Gothenburg and, uh, with, uh, another Swedish, uh, scientific institute. And then, uh, later in the year, Concordia announced, uh, its cooperation with Keep Sweden Tidy, uh, and organized a, uh, coastal cleanup, uh, operation around Gothenburg area. And, uh, what, uh, is also up on, uh, they, they put the information up on the website and, uh, There's a lot of information all about pollution and marine litter, and there are links to databases of further sources. So my first question, Kim, uh, what's the background for Concordia Maritime taking these initiatives? And just talk a little bit about how the partnerships work.
2: Sure. Okay. Um, Thank you, Nicholas, and thank you, Barry, for for giving me the opportunity to talk a little bit about this. We're we're at a reasonably early stage of... um, of these initiatives, um, but to say first, you know, as a company, we're part of a society, and uh, as a society, we together have a joint responsibility towards the environment, and that's the key word here: the 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 joint responsibility. And uh, shareholders, stakeholders, investors start to uh, more and more appreciate this and puts demand on on, on on our reportings and things like that, and they should, and, and we all should do this for 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 a better world uh then uh, we uh concorda matter is of course small you know uh, kind of a drop in the ocean and what 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 matter does it do uh, you know or make uh, what we do but it does because the, the, the word togetherness is is important here and the more um, you know many small initiatives will, will make big differences as, as we go along so what you just mentioned is uh, you know a little bit more of a complementary efforts that we've initiated uh, just recently and that is to be a little bit more hands-on to and and, and get to to, to to really grasp the the the, the how, how big this this issue is um, you know in addition to to these initiatives we are of course you know on the, on the hardware side we' We have a systematic behavior-based system on board our ships uh, where, where safety comes first. And we haven't had a lost time incident in five years' time. And these are our initiatives that we've been working on for years and years and years. And Energy management as well to make sure that our, our ships are, 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 are using as little bunkers as, as possible. And you know, there's a lot of things you can do at the design stage, and there's a lot of things you can do from the technical management point of view. But there are also a lot of things you can do from, from the desktop point of view with with uh, good communications between the office and, and and the ships. And all of this to get the emissions down. And then, of course, we're part of the various worldwide organizations, World Ocean Council, uh, Maritime Anti-Corruption Network, and so on. And, of course... Every, everything that ILO, uh, International Labour Organization, and UN Convention stands for, and then on the soft soft side, you know, we have uh, scholarships with, for 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 boys and girls that wants to um, start to serve our maritime industry. So so we have uh, so we, we we have scholarships there. We also support membership, which which we think is fantastic. It's a uh, you know. Uh, and, 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 uh, a hospital ship that, that is uh, treating people on, uh, in 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 various uh, uh, parts of the world where where you normally not cannot get get um, uh, or have or afford uh, uh, go to go into the hospitals. It's, it's fantastic things. And and now just recently, as you mentioned, a little bit more hands on. You know, where can we combine our natural work environment, i.e., our ships that are trading around the world. The trading waters. that There are issues in the waters. So there's plastic in the water, So what can we do, other than picking it up and not, you know, putting it into the to, to the water? So we contacted this this um, uh, institute for marine environment and said, "What what can we do together?" And and they were certainly glad to hear uh, hear us uh, approaching them, and and so we came up with the idea that uh, they need to take samples around the world, and so we can, you know, fit. A, a device on our ships and, and, and take the take take the samples and, and send them back home to, to to for them to take over to do the research actually and then the keep Sweden tidy. Yep, how difficult can it be? You know, why not clean up your own doorstep before you do anything else? You know, and 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 that actually you know it, it, it enlightened us. Uh, you know, you, you get you get your own hands dirty by going out and picking up stuff. You know, and and that's. By doing that, you started to realize things in, in a different way. So we can come back to that later. But um, these are some of the initiatives we've, we've been doing lately.
1: Okay. Do you have any? Uh, it, it may be early days here. I recognize, uh, but are there any results uh, to report from the, the scientific studies? And then, um, just curious, uh, the cleanup in your own backyard in uh, in Gothenburg. How did how did that go and then in the coming the coming year uh whether you have more such cleanups uh planned
2: yeah uh well no uh we don't have any any results yet uh, the study has there's been a delay in, in the startup uh, phase of of, of of the study kind of typically so um but unfortunately but but we will we'll get there and um um, and certainly happy to happy to come back and 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 on a continuous basis kind of report how 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 it's going. So um, that uh, is just about to get started. Um, the, the, the tidy up, uh, as Gossemburg has said, how difficult can it be? And we just came up with the idea that um, why don't we do something local? Other companies are doing it. I mean, it's, it's, it's not really anything magic about it. Uh, but uh, it, w- it was interesting to note that, you know, even if we went out just a few weeks before the the the, the date for 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 the cleanup, I mean, people around Gothenburg, you know, all over the place uh, uh, signed up, were interested, and they had no idea what what Concordia was or or is, uh, you know, but but they had an interest in 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 um, keeping Sweden tidy, and this organization been going on for 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 for. Uh, many years and so what we did we just uh you know gathered together a group and a uh, presentation on 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 the subject and uh and we went out for an hour, hour and a half and i think that's part of the key here too it's, it's an hour and a half job it's not a full day it's not a full weekend i mean you don't you can't get, engage people for that long but if a, a very effective one and a half hour you go out and we didn't go to the uh, Dirtiest place in, in Gothenburg, if, if, if I can say so. I like a pretty tidy place, but we, we thought it was tidy, out on the west coast, um, uh, you know, just just by the sea. But it was ama- amazing, actually. Uh, you, you know, you, you don't realise it until you go there, because with, when you walk on the on the pathway, you you don't see any litter. You don't see it, but you take two meters to the left, you know, go out in the rocks. And start to lift up a, a rock here and there, and you, you know, in one and a half hours, you have hundreds of of, of, of bags full of plastic stuff. It, it was it was an eye opener at least for me. You know, I don't normally do these things, but it certainly was. So, it, so it was successful from that from that point of view. And uh, we we just had uh, one to start off, but we we were suddenly, uh, you know. Uh, more and more interested in it so, so whether we do two or three next next year remains to be seen and I think they're going to be bigger and a little bit more more um,
1: uh, made public so to speak yeah. well it sounds like you uh, I mean it's clear listening to you you take this very personally it, it sounds like you, you probably live uh, near the waterfront uh, your, yourself so I think that really, that, that really comes through and uh, let me let me ask you some scientific questions. I I don't know if you'd, you 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 you'd know this, but what kind of you know just in a general sense, what kind of litter is the most dangerous for marine life, and what uh, you know you've been talking to some of the scientists, I guess. I'm just curious what the biggest source of uh, the microplastics uh, in in the oceans is. Well, the the, the source from from what I've learned, that, uh, you
2: know it comes from from land actually it does not necessarily you know the the major parts comes from, from 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 land actually and even if you if you drop a plastic cup in the middle of wherever you know in uh, in, in your country it will you know find its way towards the water it's it's a natural thing. so it, it ends up in the water and 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 uh, you know there's 150 million tons of, of, of this plastic garbage out in, in in the oceans right now and 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 that the, the plastic becomes microplastics because they, they break up and break up and break up and
0: you know in the end you
2: don't see them um, and 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 um, you know the fish eats them and you eat the fish and it's 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 a no-go it's not good and um, and, and and that's the most dangerous part is, is the, the the plastic and the, the fact that the plastic breaks down into to, to, to microplastics, and and um, you know the, the scientists are saying that you probably have more plastic in the oceans than you have fish by 2050 if, if this
1: continues. Wow, and yeah, again, that's a frightening trend.
2: It is a bit
1: of a frightening trend.
2: Yeah, and you're referring to my my, my engagement here. Yeah. It, it, say my mine but uh, I don't up uh, my eyes to a big degree and, and in this part of the world uh, way up north uh, you can picture where, where Sweden is we there's there's quite a a, a big influx of, of, of plastic uh, waste uh, coming from the oceans from the Atlantic Ocean north, of, north northern Atlantic it's it's about a cubic meter of litters or, or five bathtubs every hour you know which is, just just comes in and, and as I said no matter how clean the, your beaches or your 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 your, uh, your uh, rocks with it by the sea looks uh, it's you just you just lift one one of the rocks and, and you find plastic tape. so
1: so it's it's uh, it's
2: a big thing so we need to do something about it
1: okay let me let me let me shift uh the the questions uh because you've you know this this is one 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 company and uh you said you're a small company. I'd call you a medium-sized company, but uh, you know your, your your vessels. You know it's uh, two dozen vessels. Let's say they can't they can't cover the whole ocean, obviously. Uh, so my question is, uh, you know, you've you've stated it's a worldwide problem. Have you given any thought to how you you would take this initiative beyond Concordia Maritime, and then? Move it to other uh, other companies, like other other shipping companies.
2: We haven't really thought about that yet, but but of course that's part of of the development going forward. We hope, at least as long as, as this initiative is successful, and uh, we don't have a whole lot of ships, but they are in a whole lot of different areas of the world. So from that perspective, we can cover the world to to some extent, you know, by just taking samples. But I mean that we. This, we need so many more to help us uh, uh, in, in the years to come. That's that's for sure. So, one way or another, we will have to try to join forces. And and, and if this is successful, then then more people, more shipping companies should be doing it. And and uh, it could really, you know, accelerate and and uh, compound from there on. And that that's our aim in in the longer term.
1: But it, but it sounds like to date you haven't approached uh, other shipping companies just yet. Will not. Okay. Uh, related question. Uh, you know, rather than the, the, the companies ind- individually, there are uh, environmental or- organizations. Uh, I'm thinking of, uh, in, in Greece, I'm aware there's a group called HELMEPA, uh, Hellenic uh, Marine uh, Environmental Protection uh, Association. In North America, we have a group uh, called N- NAMEPA, North North American, uh, group of uh, companies and institutions doing similar things uh, have you thought about maybe uh, the effort that you're working on might be done in conjunction with an organization like this or perhaps there's one in Scandinavia
2: yeah absolutely uh, I mean this is such a such a, a small step for us uh, to start with that we need to start somewhere and we, we, we we've done this but we're not going to conquer the world of ourselves. We're not going to, you know, we we, we the, the word together is, is is the best word here. And and we haven't approached them yet. We haven't done that yet. We haven't even done the study yet. So you're a little early in 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 asking these questions, but that, that's all fine, because it sparks the interest from 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 all of us to to um, to try to organize it in in, in, a, in a bigger scale. Uh, right now, it's on a, on a really small scale, but absolutely, we should we should definitely uh, don't reinvent the, the, the wheel again and all of that, and, and put all our own uh, efforts and and uh, and experience factors into into um, the already existing uh, organizations.
1: All right. Well, maybe uh, some of the folks from those organizations will be uh, listening to to this podcast, and they're liable to uh, to give you a call. Uh, mm-hmm. So Concordia Concordia Maritime, it's very clear, you know, from talking to you or if you go on the website that the company really stresses uh, sustainability. Uh, And I'm I'm American, but I'm aware that uh, Swedish culture and uh, Scandinavian culture, you know, certainly have uh, those those values. Uh, But here's a question for you. You you touched on earlier when we were starting about – Investors. So, the, do the so the, do the investors ask you about it? Do they do they expect it? And I'm I'm curious what kind of dialogues you've had with uh, investors on the subject, if, if if you've had them. And then, do you look uh, at all at a business case, like a return on investment uh, from these kind of efforts? Uh,
2: we, we we certainly do get questions from, from our investors. Uh, just a few years ago, about, you know, 2014, when I to go over Concordia, it, it, uh, the question started to come uh, uh, pretty pretty instantaneously, actually. And and, and uh, there were young people, there were elderly people. did didn't matter uh, age didn't matter. But uh, obviously, there was a lot of questions about uh, about what do we do to the environment? What's our um, responsibility? And uh, how could we uh, how could we contribute? Uh, And so on, and and luckily, I mean, yes, culturally Scandinavian, whether Scandinavian or not, I'm not not sure. But I mean, our company has a culture, and has always had a culture to to try to, to, um, to minimise the the environmental efforts through uh, you know lots of technical uh, initiatives and and things like that. And and now the communication we have with the with investors. uh certainly every quarterly report we do all the the KPIs on on, on the uh, uh on the consumptions and the emissions and everything and you know uh, to the comma you know really present everything uh and how the uh, what our goals are and have we met our goals and, and things like that we do it every presentation is has a sustainability part uh, when mm-hmm. we meet investors and and, and, and shareholders so, so we do it on, on an absolute regular basis, and we see an increased demand from investors, increased demand in, in reporting, and only, not only demand, but, but a general interest. So this is, this is here to stay, and it, and it is for a good reason. We, nobody has to argue this. This is not a <laughs> scrubbers versus non-scrubbers. This is this is it. You know, We need to do something. And I'm not sure that uh, we have come any close to putting that into a ROI in any ways. Uh, let's let's make sure that it uh, gets off the oceans before we start to, to
1: talk too much about ROIs. Yeah, no, no, fair enough. And uh, you know, but I, I think even even in the world of finance, you know, there are certain certain banks are uh, demanding uh, you know more 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 disclosure certainly of uh, what the what what the companies are. Uh, or their borrowers are doing doing on that front, and I think there there are some bond funds that are thinking uh, along al- along the same lines. So there is you know, there, there probably certainly is a business angle uh, as well. Uh, so I'm just going to wrap it up uh, as we we've been talking for quite a bit. Uh, this is a great it's a great initiative, and it's uh, it's a very informative uh, conversation. Uh, so ne- next time I talk to you, we'll we'll get back to time charter hires and uh, familiar topics, uh, I guess, such as the scrubbers and fuel prices. Uh, but sustainability is just very, very Im- important, and it's uh, you know it's clear from from talking to you, Kim, that uh, you know that that's that's your thinking and that that's infused into the company. So um, it's Barry Parker for Capital Link uh, Shipping. I want to. Thank uh, again our, uh, our guest, Kim Ullman, the CEO of Concordia Maritime.